Hey guys, welcome back to the Mentopad podcast. My name is Siddharth. I want to welcome you all to a new segment called Sid's Segment. It's a segment of this podcast where I share stories and life experiences. Today's topic is belief creates reality. And I've got a couple of stories I want to share with you all. So let's get to it. Now, I've been an NRI kid all my life. I did my schooling in Abu Dhabi and I was confused and completely surprised when I came to VIT Vellore for college because I was in- instantly surprised by all of the fierce competition around me. And I realized, wow, I'm nobody in comparison with the the competition around me. People who are more talented, people who are better looking and people who are so multi-talented that it completely affected my self-image and the belief that I could like, you know, do things. And I think that was natural because coming from a, a country where the competition isn't as fierce, it's luxurious life and uh, to a completely different kind of way of living kind of caught me aback. But I felt the most insecure when it came to studies because I'm studying in electronics and instrumentation and that has a lot of projects to do and a lot of it deals with hardware. And to be honest, I'm not really good at it. And coming to an environment where everyone around me was so good at it just made me feel so insecure. And most of it was felt during projects. So you see, during projects and subjects, I was always the spokesman for these projects. I was always the person who would make the PPT and present it for the teachers. And I couldn't do any of the hardware stuff because I felt incompetent compared to the other people who found it so easy to work with it. And so I always restricted myself to just doing the presentation. And I'll never forget how, whenever I thought maybe, how about I give the hardware a go, my teammates would always say, no man, you should stick to speaking. You know, I don't think you can really do the hardware stuff. And that really affected me. But all of that changed in my third year. In my sixth semester, we had yet another project. And once again, along with my other three group members, I was made to be the spokesperson, right? And everything was going well until some circumstances didn't allow it. And as a result, the group split into two groups of two. And I was with another boy. But the other guy was completely reluctant to do the project. So I realized all the work will fall on me. And I was terrified because I had one month left and I had to complete this no matter what. And so I decided, all right, I have to do this. So I ordered the components. I put the microcontrollers, the breadboards, the wires, the sensors in front of my table and I realized, holy shit, I do not know anything related to this. And I thought, I'm screwed, you know, there's, there's no other way I can do this. And at that po- moment, I remember vaguely a call with my parents. When I, I phoned them and talked to them, I am kind of broke down saying, I'm lost, I'm confused, and I don't know what to do. Because that inner feeling of incompetency, you know, compared to the other guys, came, came back and it really affected my confidence. But that's when my dad really pushed me to believe in myself. Because it's only this belief that was restricting me. And it took some time to talk it down. And finally, after a long conversation, it, it dawned upon me that, how about I give this a go? How about I try it and be ready to fail? And so with just a week left, I started working on the project. Many a times, the microcontrollers failed. There were short circuits all over the place. The sensors stopped working started working and then stopped working all over again. The software was fucking confusing because I didn't know how to program it. And finally, 
two days before the project, I was stuck with an LCD problem, where I had an LCD screen with the soldered pins. For some fucking reason, whenever I connected it, it wouldn't go on. But I somehow I persevered, because the conversation with my dad to push myself to believe in myself really came back. I remember that moment when I plugged in the LCD for one last time. I checked in the circuits, I plugged it in, and I was c- close to giving up. If this didn't work, then screw it. I'm screwed. And I'll never forget that moment when it finally lit up, and it showed the output that I wanted. And on the software, it showed the exact output I wanted. And I jumped out of my chair because, because I did it, and my belief and perseverance made me do it. But mind you, this wasn't a hard project. This was, in fact, one of the most basic projects you could do with Arduino. But for me, it wasn't. For me, it was something that I didn't believe I could do, and people around me never believed I could do either. But I did it, and now I can do anything that I put my mind to. And this was tested to another extent during the VIT marathon. Now you see, I'm not too keen on running it because you have to wake up really early in the morning, and if you run it by yourself, it's extremely boring. But I decided, screw it, I'm gonna go and try this out. So I put my alarm and I told my friend Umman, who was supposed to come with me, to put his alarm and wake up at five o'clock for the marathon. Here I was, at five a.m. with the alarm ringing. I switched it off, and right next to me is Umman, sleeping his ass off. So I go next to him. I try and wake him up. Nothing. I called him so that he could try and listen to his smartphone. Nothing. And at that point, I thought. Should I really run by myself? Can I really do it? And all these thoughts kept pouring in. I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I think I really should do it because I shouldn't let this thing come in my way. So I put my socks, I put my shoes. At the same time, I was juggling through the idea of going back to sleep because that that bed looked so good at that moment. But something in me said, said, go for it. Because the feeling of finishing that marathon cannot be compared to anything else, so I got out, locked the door, and headed over. Now you see, in a ten-kilometer marathon, initially everyone's excited, right? You see people running around, you know, taking photos. They're excited. They're jogging, which is they're running, they're sprinting. Some are actually sprinting. I I I don't care no why, and everyone's enthusiastic because it, that's the very first leg of of the marathon. But you see. The secret of the marathon isn't in the first five to six kilometers; it's in the last three, because for the first maybe six to seven kilometers, you're fine. Your legs hurt a bit, but you can slowly push through. But it's those grueling last three kilometers that will test you. It is during these three kilometers that we you will see people around you give up. You will see people who will not at that point believe, who will drink their chai, who will sit down, remove their shoes. I've seen people take autos way back to Vietti as well, <laughs> and I remember completing the first seven kilometers. And mind you, that wasn't easy, but I did it. And after my seventh seventh kilometer, my legs started burning, and that feeling of giving up, looking at the people around me, came back, and that inner question came: Can you do this? The inner fears came back, trying to push me down to that point, that to that person who was insecure. But through my sheer perseverance and through my last experience of that elation of getting things done, came back, and I pushed through. Eighth kilometer, my legs are hurting. The ninth kilometer, my legs are almost gone, but I pushed through. 
And I still remember getting through that finish line and people clapping around you saying, hey man, you did it. And timing myself and coming up to around 50 minutes and finishing it out the right time. I can never ever experience that, so, that sort of happiness ever again. Because I did it. And I pushed through the boundaries that I set by myself that the people around me set for me. I broke it. And so the question comes back again. Can you do anything? And can you overcome any of the challenges, Sid? Hell yeah, man. I got this. And I think so should you. So that's the end of my segment. And I hope you guys liked it. If you did, let me know. And if you didn't, uh, do let me know as well. You can find me on my Instagram at SidMenNP. That is S-I-D-M-E-N-O-N-P. And uh, let me know what you think. Thanks again. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.